views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. Quote, while the price on pollution is 4.5 cents a litre at the pump, a family of four in Ontario will get $307 when they file their taxes. Under our plan, most families will be better off. Unlike the Conservatives, we're taking action on climate change and making life affordable for families. Tweeted Catherine McKenna on March 31st, 2019, the day before the Trudeau government's carbon tax scheme came into effect. Ms. McKenna is the Liberal MP in Ottawa Centre and the Minister of the Environment and Climate Change in the Cabinet, and she's learned to parrot the doublespeak that is endemic to the Liberal Party. So which is it? Is it a tax punitive enough to force us to change our evil ways? Or is this tax going to make life more affordable for families? And why is it necessary to change our behavior when Canada already absorbs more CO2 than it emits? And why are we treating carbon dioxide as a pollutant? Isn't it plant food? Isn't it essential to life? And isn't there an overall downward trend in CO2 over the history of the planet? And hasn't every doomsday scenario regarding the environment proven to be bunk? Don't bother to ask these obvious questions because the dogma has been settled. You are to pay for the original sin of daring to exist, and the government is eager to take your penance. So, Robert, are you willing to pay your tithe to the Church of Climate Change? I have no choice. We just filled up the <laughs> propane tank there last week and had to pay over $20 in a carbon, so-called carbon tax, and I tell you, Holy I'm very, crap. very upset over it. Very upset over it. And the price of gas has gone up, like you said, yep. about four and a half cents a liter. And then there's HST on top of that. Yes. Well, <laughs> I fill up at the reserve. <laughs> no GST <laughs> or HST. <laughs> but yes, for those who don't, there's GST on top of that. So, yep. A tax no, and a tax. I, I'm, I'm very upset over it. And this this card that I got in the mail the other day, get your $307 back. What does it say here? I'll just read it out. Have you claimed your climate action incentive payment yet? Pollution has a cost. It impacts the air we breathe, our children's health, and our economy. That's why the government of Canada has put a price on carbon pollution. Yes, the thing that plants breathe. Uh, yeah. It affects the things that the air we breathe because it feeds plants to produce oxygen so we can breathe. Who was it? Um, and they're taxing that. Who was the uh, creator, founder, co-founder of Greenpeace? Uh, uh, that's uh, Peter Moore. Yeah, Moore. Patrick. No, Patrick Moore. Uh, Patrick sorry. Moore, yeah. Um, he was on Breitbart uh, about last month, I guess, saying mm. that to call, uh, call it carbon is like calling water hydrogen. Yes, exactly. It isn't carbon. It's carbon dioxide that they're... Carbon is an element. That is right. And this carbon dioxide that is a very, very minor greenhouse gas, if you it's want to 0.4% in the atmosphere, I believe. It's, it's so minuscule. It is actually quite insignificant. Yes. Um, as, a, as a greenhouse gas, and first of all, the planet isn't a greenhouse, so that analogy isn't totally accurate. However... And aren't greenhouses good things? Just... Curious, because it grows plants, right? That's the point. Well, you don't want to run away greenhouse effect like on the planet Venus. However, uh, that that aside, water vapor is the is the biggest greenhouse gas. Uh, carbon dioxide is very small, and uh, like you said before, it has been falling over the history of the planet and being locked up into the oceans and into the soil, like uh, the carbon, the uh, limestones of. Mm. Uh, Britain, for example, just as an example. 
and into crustaceans, uh, shells, and stuff like that over billions of years. But in recent history, it is creeping back up to quite acceptable levels. If it kept on yeah. going down, even though it isn't... We'd all die. Well, well we'd die Eventually. because there's no plants. It is plant exactly. food, as you say. And plants are thriving, by the way, yep. in recent history because of this. But if it went down, it continued that trend, uh, while it is insignificant for uh, the temperature, uh, it, is, it is plant food. Right. So, yes, yeah. we don't want it to go down. And here's something they don't talk about. There's so many issues here, uh, scientific issues that we can get into. We just don't have the time. But here's one of them. Rise in CO2 follows a rise in temperature. Yeah, not the other uh, way around. To, to the degree that you can actually measure a planetary temperature. And, and, and also to the degree with which you can cause, you can look at correlation because you can't, it's like, yeah. uh, I, I, speaking of Dr. Uh, Moore, I was listening to him earlier today and he said, it's like shark attacks go up when ice cream consumption goes up. Yes, There's no, correlation it just does not be, is a correlation. It does not exactly, and that they can't prove that yet, and they don't know. We talked about this, your husband, your husband, your father, and I on a, <laughs> a very early, just right episode. Watch it, where, Freud. <laughs> uh, I'm neither a Freudian nor a Jungian, <laughs> but in any case, your father and I talked about it before, and the actual uh, lag between the rise in temperature and the release of the CO2 is actually 600 years. So it is, it, the Earth moves in very slow ways. Yeah, we, uh, we're looking at it like day by day, but the Earth looks at it millennia by millennia. I, 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 likened, uh, I likened this fraud to the scare over vaccinations which was caused by a fraudulent paper that was published which oh, the autism, paper. autism to vaccinations and then later retracted, later poo-pooed, but we don't hear about the retraction. It's now yep. in the mindset. This goes back to the other show we had there a week yep. or two ago where we said that the jury will disregard you know, yep. irrelevant evidence. Well, it's very difficult to disregard something once it's in your head. So now people have this idea that vaccinations cause autism, which they don't. People have this idea that carbon dioxide is a pollutant, which it isn't. You know, uh, Al Gore and his fraudulent uh, display that he put on with an inconvenient truth. And why uh, is it always 10 to 12 years? Always hmm? 10 to 12 years. It's always 10 to 12 years. 10 it, to that, 12 years that, in the future. That's, it's like, that, okay. <laughs> that's a political thing. It's very much like the Soviet five-year plan, right? In we other must words, do something or else in 10 to 12 years this will happen it has Why? to it's a, it's a it's a compromise between uh, the immediacy of the moment and how much and a politician can get out of uh, the, the stupid public in, in, in their minds the public is stupid so it's far enough away that you it's not an immediate threat but it's also far enough away that you know stuff can happen that can bolstered another 10 to 12 years so there's always that they're giving themselves an out plus mm. not making it seem too urgent but making their a close enough deadline so if you say like in a, two million years from now this is going to happen people are going to go yeah okay whatever two million years who cares 10 to 12 years just far enough away but still in the close enough in the present to the present it's it's close enough to create a fear and yet it's far enough away but not a panic uh, true, but it's far enough away that the politicians think that, hey, I might be out of office by then, so I can yeah. 
capitalize on this fear as much as I can over two terms, and then I won't be around when... Yep. Eh, my, my, where the pieces my, fall where they may. <laughs> yeah, I won't be around when the uh, future that I'm predicting does not come to fruition. So that's the 10 to 12 year thing. That's, that's in my estimation. But this, the use of the word pollution is also, yeah. it rankles, because of course, what is pollution? Pollution is nothing more than a property rights issue. And if you, if you think about it like this, if I have uh, this $307 card, right, and I, right, <laughs> file it, uh, <laughs> I, I, I've had, I have to get that back, actually, because I'm going to claim that. <laughs> but if I file that, that's not pollution to me. It's on my property. Now, if I did yeah. that and I tossed it over onto the neighbor's yard, now it becomes pollution. Mm. And the same with things like lead and gasoline. Uh, if you want to talk about the air we breathe, which is what we're talking about. Um, lead in gasoline is not a pollutant. If I start up my car and release it into the atmosphere, over time with everybody else doing the same thing, it does become a pollutant because it gets into the plants, right? And if mm. I have a vegetable garden, it gets into my plants and it accumulates through biological magnification in the body. So yeah, I think we talked about this one before too. Uh, so that's what a pollution is. It's something that doesn't belong somewhere. It's like a weed. Uh, yeah, it's like a weed. Carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. No. It's necessary. It and it doesn't harm you. <laughs> you breathe it out. You're producing it. Like, it's not like lead and gas. It's not like sulfuric acid in the rain. It's not like any of that. It doesn't harm you. You produce it. Every living thing on this planet produces it if they're decomposing. If you die, you produce carbon dioxide. Every they, animal. You, yes. Every and animal. Every, and every, every plant bird. Every it. fish. And every plant consumes it. It is part of the circle of life. And it is so necessary. But tax all the things. And this is the best way to tax all the things. They're going to tax carbon because carbon dioxide and carbon itself is all the things. Yeah. That's what they do. And you hear about, um, I was wondering, this is kind of going to seem like a non sequitur, but I've, I shop at No Frills in my neighborhood. And I've noticed they've been getting the store really nice and spiffy and they got new freezers and coolers and everything's looking like, wow, they're really spending money here. It was always a little bit run down, but I'm poor, so that's where I shop. Oh, the Liberal government gave $12 million to Loblaws, which owns no frills, in order to upgrade all its refrigeration system in order to be compliant to the new environmental standards. Okay, so you're saying that this is supposed to hurt big producers of carbon emissions when you're giving them money <laughs> to offset their carbon footprint. The ridiculousness of this, the hypocrisy is just so breathtaking and i've heard people on the streets actually are starting to pay attention they're like i was at a client's place a couple days ago and i heard one of the customers of theirs complain about the the fact that loblaws and shoppers drug mart as a subsidiary it's getting all this money to upgrade their their refrigeration system and he goes on our our on taxpayers dollar when we're already paying more now because of the carbon tax Yep. So it's not it's not a wash. We're it's always going to be the the middle, lower middle class and the middle class are going to be the bear the burden of these kind of measures. It's ridiculous. This is one of the biggest frauds ever perpetrated onto the public that I've uh, that many people have ever seen. And of course, if you go back to the United Nations into um, the panel panel on climate change, uh, one of the lead authors of that has come out and said that this is not about the planet, this is not about no. the environment. This was specifically designed as a system to redistribute wealth. Yep. That's what she said. She actually came out and said that. So I mean, the mask is off the villain. 
The man has come out from behind the curtain. Yeah. It's, it's Marxism. <laughs> That's all this is about. Yeah. Wealth and, redistribution. And, and control of the populace. Yes. Because you feel guilty now for existing. To make people, they, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says, she says, oh, I don't know if it's you know, right for people to have children anymore, given the, the impact on the environment. If she doesn't want to have kids, I'm all for I'm, it. Yeah, okay, the one thing I agree with her on, she should not be having children. But the, the fact that they make you feel guilty for existing, for enjoying your life, while, again, it comes under the rules for thee, but not for me, while they jet set around to all these carbon, climate change conferences where they pass resolutions that solve nothing, do nothing, but they get to hobnob with the people that they like. They get to get on their private boats and their private jets. and They, they dump more CO2 in the atmosphere. I don't begrudge them that. I begrudge them telling me not to do the same. Oh, of course. Like the CO2 is irrelevant. Uh, yeah. And, and for uh, Cortez and for the uh, Al Gores out there who say that we should abandon the fossil fuel uh, society that we have, to do so, of course, is pure folly. It would uh, cause the deaths of billions of people. We live but they don't, in a they fossil don't fuel environment. They don't care about us. They don't no. care about people. They, 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 they think we are the virus. We are the pollutant. We yep. are the person, the thing that our scourge upon planet Earth. And that is, that's the death cult that you've always referred to on the left. We are the evil in the world. This is our original sin for having existed, is that we produce CO2, therefore we have to pay for it, and they are going to make us pay, and we have to take it because we are guilty. We are in the middle of a, what's called an interglacial period in an ice age. We are yeah. in an ice age. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that. No. <laughs> the normal, the normal uh, characteristic of the Earth is no ice at the poles. No. <laughs> They don't know their history. Again, people don't learn from history. They just don't. They don't. Or they don't care because it doesn't fit. I think there's a deep psychological need to have a certain crisis. I think we live in too prosperous a time. There's not enough crisis in the world that affects us personally. So they have to. They feel the need to have to invent one so that we have something to react to, so we can feel better yes. about ourselves. That that's a fundamental characteristic of politics and the press, and the two are feeding off of this. Yeah, they they need it. It sells papers. If it bleeds, it leads, and yeah. also it if it if is fearful, it elects. So you've got the, the two things going hand in hand, and I I just think that. They've tapped into a deep psychological need in the human condition to have something to fight against. And since there's nothing really physical or real to fight against, we just make boogeymen up and it makes us feel better because if I recycle today, I can say I've done my part. Or if I didn't go to the store I walked and or I took a bike or I did that, I can feel better about myself. And it's it just... I don't know how, where, where it's going to end. I just That's the part I don't get is because this has been going on, what, since the... 70s they said we're going into an ice age yep i remember starting that. yeah well i've seen the news clippings i was a little young at the time um and then into the 90s is when they started doing the climate change going for global warming and then the global warming stopped for about 20 years and then they went okay now it's just climate change so if it gets warm we can blame it by climate change if it gets cold we can still do the same thing doesn't matter either or it's it's your fault and you've got to pay for it and we want yes. your money and we want to control you and we're going to change your lifestyle and you're not going to enjoy it and that's the way it is. I find uh, myself thinking about the old adage about selling refrigerators to Eskimos. <laughs> you know, that's how silly this is, that they can yeah. actually come out and tax the food of life. And we fall for it. Yeah. 
At least some and, of us do. And especially Canadians. Uh, if it got a couple degrees warmer here in Canada, there's a reason why we have tenth of the population of the United States. And we're all lined up along that border, right? Because anything to the north of us is way too cold. We're a huge country. We're the second largest country in the world based on landmass. And we have like one of the smallest populations because it's too cold. If it got warmer, our agriculture would go up. We'd be able to produce more food and the planet would thrive. Pop the human population would thrive. And but we don't Gaia, want that. The so-called Gaia effect would uh, moderate the temperature around the tropics yeah. as well. It's not going to get any hotter necessarily than it is now. Just because it gets hotter here in Canada doesn't mean that it's going to get hot in Peru. The hubris of mankind to think that we have that great of an effect on the planet, which has been regulating itself for billions of years. It's not like we're even, we're not even a speck of dust in its eye. And the fact that we think that we have that much control over it. And the other part I have a problem with is a lot of right-wing commentators that I admire are playing the agnostic on this issue. Maybe mankind is doing it, maybe, but blah, blah, blah. No, come down on one side and acknowledge that carbon dioxide is good for the planet. And if the planet does warm, that's good too. But if you look at the actual data, it shows that right now we're in a mini ice age and the carbon dioxide has been going downhill. It's the data is available, but they all play, they hedge their bets because it's not a scientific issue. It's a political issue. And I, I, I really take, um, uh, what's I'm looking for? I'm really upset that these people aren't taking more of a firm stand on this issue because it is the thing that's giving the UN the power. It gives governments the power to tax its people, to subjugate them, to change their lives, to force them to do things that they wouldn't normally do, and to make them feel guilty for existing. thing is, it takes a bit of study and a bit of uh, knowledge to be able to research some of the false claims that are going on out there. And unfortunately, a lot of people just don't have the time for that, so they rely on the experts or the media and the politicians to do all their experts. work for them. <laughs> yes, the experts. And when the so-called experts and politicians and jur journalists um, <laughs> are basically lying to them or perpetrating this fraud, they believe them because they don't want to believe, first of all, that a politician will lie to you or a journalist doesn't have integrity, or scientists aren't in it for the grants, you know, yeah. wake up, smell the carbon dioxide, and um, pick up a few books and understand <laughs> the issue, and you will you'll see that you're being lied to. Well, and the thing, too, I think is also they want to hedge their bets because a lot of them don't feel, see, again, it's that, that the left and the right, the left will use declarative statements whether they have factual basis behind them or not. They just declare things. The right is always going, well, I think this, but I can't assert it with definity or clearly. Like, I can't put myself behind it. So they're always hedging their bets. They always they're always wanna, cautious. Well, yeah, they're always cautious because they, they don't trust themselves to, or I don't know if they don't know if they trust themselves, but it's a... a lack of confidence in themselves to just declare a definitive statement. Climate change, it always happens. Just, well, yeah, it could be man-made, it might not be man-made. Yeah, never mind that a volcano puts more crap in the air than humans have in the last hundred years. Just with one explosion. That doesn't matter. No, it, like, basic facts and common sense, they don't seem, they think that they have to couch everything in such politically correct terms as to not be called on it. I just, I, the lack of backbone, which is why the right continually loses, which is why Trump was elected, because he 
just declared whether he was right or wrong he stuck by his what he said and he believed in it and that's what the right typically misses yeah Ugh. agreed i'm so getting riled up this <laughs> the subject is so infuriating to me yes. because it's so obvious to me and scientists and i just i the political implications and the scientific implications and the taxation implications and how much more it's costing everybody and how much more it just makes life difficult for no reason whatsoever. It just infuriates me. Anyway, before I blow a gasket <laughs> and increase the temperature of my room, um, <laughs> take care, behave yourself, and we'll talk again soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. Right.